0: I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Wow, another week of EVOX and honestly, every single week, I'm still so surprised at all of the different epiphanies that keep coming up for me as I continue to peel back the layers of these different things. So first, before diving into today's episode, a few updates. I'm so excited because I've been starting to schedule out and complete some more guest interviews. So I'm going to continue with the Evox series once a week for the entire year, but in certain weeks also adding in those guest interviews. So there will definitely be certain weeks where there are two episodes coming out, one with a guest interview, and then the Evox series episode for that week. So I'm so excited. These are topics talking about breast implant illness, parasites, dental and oral health, and so, so many more things, which if you guys have followed me on social media, you'll know I love integrating the two, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, the three, I guess. And so for me personally, when I do these solo episodes, it is so fulfilling for me to be able to talk about the emotional side, the spiritual side. That's really what I want my focus to be, but I absolutely love being able to interview guests in some of the other topics related to the physical health and share that information with you guys as well. For those of you who continue to come back or maybe if you're new to the show, thank you so much for being here. And if you haven't yet, it would mean so, so much to me if you could leave a review for the podcast on whatever platform you listen on, as well as sharing a particular episode that was really impactful for you with friends or family. These are huge things that help the show reach more ears and just mean so, so much to me as the host of the show. And, you know, it's really so vulnerable to put something out there like this. And so to get that kind of positive affirmation in Sense when people are leaving reviews and sharing it is so so special, and I'm so grateful whenever it does happen. So, thank you so much to anyone who has left a review who has shared an episode, it means more than I can say. Now, getting into today's Evox episode. So, like I said at the beginning, honestly, after each of these sessions. I am always so surprised at how much my subconscious has been holding on to it, how much is uncovered. It's almost like I'm going on this journey hoping to find, you know, one or two jewels. And at the end of it, I've got this whole treasure chest in front of me of jewels that have been uncovered almost unintentionally. For those of you who have been following along, you'll know that I'm working through a series related to a time in my life during college, and I only have two sessions left related to this topic. Actually, one now because this week's episode was one of those final two. So I only have one more Evox session left related to this topic, and then I'll be moving on to create a new series on an entirely new topic. So, the subtopic for this series today was the topic of resentment and any emotions of resentment that I might still have related to this time in my life. So what's really interesting, again, if you've been following along, you'll know that there was a lot of issues with this particular team I was playing on and the coach specifically. And so I really thought going into this session that the resentment, that any resentment left over would be towards that person and maybe that constitution but what was so interesting, you guys, and I see this happen all the time with myself and with clients, is when you start the session off and you'll, you ask that question of yourself, the subconscious just instantly reveals these answers that are sometimes so opposite to what you were thinking. And so I really started the session just by asking myself, do I have resentment still? And if so, towards who or what? And immediately my subconscious brought two people into my mind. And one was a friend who was a really close part of my life during this time. And the other one was my mom. And let me just pause real real quick here and say that this was a longer, um, a longer session for me. I went 11 rounds. And if you guys recall, we never go more than 12 rounds if you haven't had a releasing pattern yet because it just means the body's needing a little bit more time to incorporate, integrate, mull over the information that we're giving it through the biofeedback. So I was at my 11th round when I had a releasing pattern and there was just so much coming out of it. So this may end up being a little bit of a longer episode because I really want to do my best to explain all the things that were coming up and why they were significant for me. Something I want to point out here that I found so interesting was that there was no resentment towards the people who I think had actively and knowingly hurt me. You know, like the coach, I was even thinking that maybe there would be resentment towards my dad, maybe my stepdad, just because I didn't feel like they were super present in my life. But what was interesting is I had reserved this resentment for actually two of the most important people in my life. Maybe because I expected so much from them, whereas these other people weren't really as big of players in my life, or maybe I didn't expect so much from them, whatever it was. So I just thought that was so interesting, like, wow, the two people who actually were really trying so hard to support me, I had resentment towards just because, well, we'll get into why I think I had that resentment. So... I initially just started following this train of thought of, okay, what is this? Let's dive into this resentment a little bit more related to these two people. And so I started with that friend first of, okay, what is this resentment towards? Asking my subconscious. And really what it was is I think during that time, this was someone who was also on the team. And I think I just had this feeling of like, I didn't get great advice from this person during that time. And there was a part of me that felt like maybe seeing me in this place of confusion and being a little bit lost and so unsteady might have made her feel a little bit better about herself. And that may have clouded the type of advice that she was giving me. And so first of all, what I'll start by saying here is I have not had a conversation with her about it. So this is just an assumption. This is just a feeling I have had that might be based in absolutely nothing, and having a conversation with her, I think, will be really, really important. But regardless, that is a wound that my body has been holding on to and has not healed all this time of just feeling like you were someone I trusted so deeply. And at this lowest, one of the lowest points in my life, I wanted to have people I could fall on, and I didn't feel like I could, you know, when I did fall, I didn't feel like I had the support that I would have wanted from these two people who were so, so close to me. And so again, regardless of whether there's truth, there's a wound there that I've been carrying. And I feel like what I did during the evox session was I imagined just having a conversation with her. And this is something I have clients do often when there's things that have been unsaid, oftentimes I'll just have them imagine having that, having that conversation with that person that maybe they felt like they've never been able to have. And they may never be able to have it because that person might not be a safe person to confront or maybe they're no longer here. So, but sometimes just having that conversation that we always wish we could have had in the safety of our own minds can be so profoundly releasing and healing. And so I did that with this person and I really did feel a tangible release and I really did feel like in my heart I could say, I'm ready to let this go and in fact I have. So then my mind kind of shifted to my mom and what are the resentments I have lingering related to her in this time in my life? What I want to say before diving into this is, first of all, as soon as I finished this Evox session, I called my mom immediately and told her every single thing that was coming up. And that was incredible because there were things that I had been holding on to for a long time. So nothing I'm sharing here is like a secret from her or something that I'm sharing that she is not already aware of. And it was really such a beautiful conversation that we had of vulnerability of me saying, hey, here was my perspective in this situation and her saying, yeah, here was my perspective. And maybe I didn't give you fully what you needed during that time. And just really, there was so much peace that came from the Evox session and then spilled over into having that conversation. So with that said, (laughs) I really felt like during this time as i said it was one of the lowest points in my life and i think i really wanted to feel like these important people in my life knew me well enough to give me the kind of support and advice that i would really need and be able to ask me the right questions to help me in you know in this state of confusion to help me find clarity And I didn't feel like I got that from my mom. What I'll say is that during throughout my entire life and this event in my life in particular, even though I didn't necessarily feel like I received the love and support that I needed and wanted, I knew for sure that my mom was giving me her 110% at that time. It just wasn't necessarily what I needed. So there's not resentment in the sense of like, you, you know, you didn't try hard enough. Um, It was more just like, I wanted to be so deeply seen and known by you and I didn't feel that way. But never for a second did I doubt that you weren't showing up 110%. And I think that was immensely important because I knew that love was there. I knew she was giving me her best. And so the resentment wasn't that you're a bad person. It was just like, oh, I wish wish we could have had a better relationship in that sense. What was so interesting here is as I started going through this session and continuing to think about these feelings related to my mom and our relationship over the years what a can of worms it ended up opening I mean this session started out thinking about resentment towards this event in my life and I was really expecting me my subconscious to be holding on to resentment towards my coach and maybe some other people at that time and it's just wild what the subconscious reveals and how so often It's not what we thought it was. And in fact, it can take us on this whole rabbit trail that is something so much deeper. So I really started going down this rabbit trail of realizing, wow, I have held on to not just resentment, but hurt and sadness and grief surrounding my relationship to my mother. And it really started to become so clear to me that even prior to this time during college in my life, pretty much throughout my entire life, I had craved this deep connected relationship with my mom. And even as a young girl, I think I realized her own trauma had kept her from being able to really have that deep, deep relationship. Her own lack of relationship with her mother was a huge factor in this. So it's not something I was holding against her necessarily. It was just more like this grief of, we don't have that and I'd love to have that, but I don't know how. And especially as a young girl, you really have no idea how. You just know you're craving something and you can't even really put words to it. And this is what really started coming up so heavily in this evox session was, I think I have been carrying this grief in my body surrounding my relationship with my mom for many, many years, potentially my entire life. And as I started thinking about that, So much emotion was welling up and I really felt this like tight, thick ball in my throat as I was thinking about it and plenty of tears were flowing throughout this session. And so, yeah, it became so clear to me like there are emotions here that have been buried way, you know, predating this event many, many years. So continuing the session, I just started to explore these feelings a little bit more and I realized there was a part of me that that deep inner child that just felt like, gosh, you know, I wish you could just heal these wounds you have so that we can finally have that good relationship that I'm wanting. And again, I have to clarify here, it's not like I think in comparison to so many mothers and daughters, we had a beautiful relationship and she was so present and she gave us kids 110%. I have so many beautiful memories of Camping with her and playing and doing science projects and crafts and her reading, you know, Narnia to us every single night and singing us to sleep every single night. So I need to put that out there so that it doesn't sound like I'm trying to um, demonize her in any way. She was one of the best moms possible. And as I said, I have never doubted that she gave us 110% every single day. And I know there are so many people out there who can't say the same of their mothers. And so I'm so appreciative of that. And in fact, I've told her multiple times over the years there was dysfunction in certain ways. There were, you know, areas that were lacking. But I think the reason us kids, maybe turned out the way we did despite those things is because i never questioned that i was so deeply loved and valued and i really think that love is such a foundation and in fact now there's many many studies to show that as an infant feeling loved is far more impactful than you know even being fed appropriately, like that love and safety and security is one of the most important factors for a child and their development and for their future life and success. So she got, you know, A++++ plus 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 in all of those fields. And something else I'll say here is the more I do this work, the more compassion I have The more empathy I have for my parents and for other people in my life because just as I am peeling back the layers of my programming and the habits and beliefs that I have developed because of the experiences in my life, the story is exactly the same for them. And maybe they just didn't have the tools. They didn't have the influences that were able to help them overcome them so much. And I'm so proud to say that my mom is an avid Evoxer as well and has achieved so much growth. And our relationship now is so, so much better, even than it was as a child, in terms of just like being able to connect on a deeper level. And yet it's still not necessarily where I would hope it was. But getting back to the session... Yeah, just realizing that I think I had actually been holding on to so much grief related to this of God, I just wish, you know, this little child craving some kind of deep relationship. But what was so interesting is one of the epiphanies that I had that really came up was, yes, there's First of all, there's this surface level emotion of resentment. And as I went through this session, I think I realized that really what was brewing beneath the resentment was actually this grief and maybe some disappointment. And so the resentment was really just a surface level emotion, not even the root of it. The root of it was this grief and maybe some disappointment. But the other thing I realized was, yes, maybe there's some resentment towards mom and our relationship over the years and just feeling like, oh, I wish it could be closer, but realizing I also had resentment towards myself because over all these years of feeling this way, I had never spoken it. I had never said, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'd love our relationship to look like. What can we do to start to foster that? What healing do each of us need to go through to have that? And that was really, really big because a huge part of my healing journey has been, yes, acknowledging the hurts I have received from the actions of others, but also acknowledging the role I played in it and how sometimes, so often, at least for me personally, a huge part of it has been I have let these people treat me this way. I haven't set boundaries. I haven't voiced, hey, I'd like this, our relationship to look like this. Is that something you'd be on board with? And if not, you know, setting boundaries appropriately. So absolutely, that plays a role in it. So going through these sessions, there's a couple things I'm always trying to do. And I mentioned this in the last episode is, you know, first of all, we're trying to identify if we don't know already what are the repressed feelings? Can we start to release those feelings? What events were related to it? What are the habits that came from these repressed feelings? And then what what are the limiting beliefs? What habits came from these limiting beliefs? And can I start to tell my subconscious a new story? So, you know, I've identified, okay, there's resentment, which really I think boils down to this grief And so before even moving on, just like helping my body release some of that grief. And very often it looks like just, again, having that conversation with that person. So in my head, I just told my mom all these things that I had been holding on to for literally, you know, 26 years of my life and just letting them out. And again, I could feel a very tangible physiological release in my body as I was just having this conversation in my head. The next powerful thing that really struck me was as I was in the session, I was just imagining if if she passes and we never were able to have that relationship that I so deeply want, I know for a fact I would regret not having voiced that to her, not having tried to make the relationship what I hoped it could be. And I just realized that over the last few years, it has felt like the clock is ticking. Time is going by and there's no time to waste. If I want this relationship with her, I need to do my part in helping that come about. But when I thought in my head, Leanne, if she passes and you never tried, you never did your part to make that relationship what you want it to be, You will regret that for the rest of your life. And again, I felt such a release in identifying that because I do think I've had this subliminal current of anxiety coursing through me related to that of just feeling like I'm wanting this thing, I'm wanting this thing, and it feels like time is running out and yet I'm not doing my part. And so there's like grief and fear and resentment all towards myself related to this of, Time is running out, Leanne, and there is some action you need to take that you haven't, because of fear, because of doubt, because of not wanting to be rejected, not wanting to hurt someone, etc. And it just clicked so deeply in my body, in my soul, in my mind. Of like, there's no time to waste. Like, fuck all of those fears. It is worth it to step into those fears and do this thing. And again, do your part. That way, if time goes on and she passes and you maybe never end up having that relationship, you'll have peace the rest of your life knowing you did all you could to pursue it. And I'm so thankful to say that, especially after having the conversation with my mom after this session ended like we're both on the same page and we both want to put that effort in. So I don't feel, I I do feel that that relationship is so possible for us, but knowing and being able to realize, God, Leanne, you're going to regret it so much. And the fear of that regret so heavily outweighed the fear of making waves, the fear of hurting feelings, et cetera. And so putting it into that perspective for me which I had never had before I think the evox and the biofeedback really helped pull that out of my subconscious really put everything into perspective and made that conversation made having that conversation with her seem so less scary you know the pros versus the cons the pros so so outweighed the cons at this point I still had not had a actual releasing pattern despite already having so many epiphanies and so many physical releases coming up. And so the next phase that I really took this to was pulling up the family lineage. I've mentioned before, especially in this Evox series, the book, um, It Didn't Start With You. And it's talking all about inherited family trauma and how we know trauma can be passed on for at least three generations. And so At this point in the session, I felt like I had worked through some of these things and released the emotions related to these specific people. And so the fact that I hadn't had a releasing pattern yet made me go, okay, what's the next layer of this? And for me, the next layer of it was pulling up the family lineage. And even though what was so interesting is that logically I've known my family lineage But it never hit me until this session that we really do on both sides of my family, my mom's side and my dad's side, have a lineage of broken mother-child relationships. Neither my mom nor my dad had relationships with their mothers and their, their mothers didn't have relationships with their mothers. And it all of a sudden just like hit me so powerfully of, oh my gosh, We have a lineage. We have a legacy of broken mother-child relationships. And it's this this pattern and this trauma that just keeps getting passed on from generation to generation. And so what I did for me specifically, and it can look different for each client depending on what's coming up. But what I did in my own mind during one of the biofeedback output areas was I just pulled up in my mind and I imagined my mom, my grandma and her mom, right? That's three generations right there. And I don't even really know what my great grandmother looks like. So I just pictured just this vague person in my mind. And I just imagined having a conversation with each of them in my head and just saying, look to my great grandma, I don't know what your relationship was like with your mother, If it was broken, I'm so sorry. And I can see how that would create wounds that you might unintentionally pass on to your daughter and then her onto her daughter. But if these are wounds that I've inherited from you, this is baggage, this is a weight I can no longer carry. And so I'm giving it back to you now so that we all can start to heal. And I basically had that conversation with each person in the lineage. My great-grandmother, my grandmother, my mom, and then the same thing on my dad's side. My dad, his mother, her mother. And it was so wild because the imagery, the visualization that came to me was, I just, I imagined all of us standing on this bridge and the weight or the baggage of these mother wounds that we've all experienced and passed on, it was like, I just imagined every single one of us picking up this heavy, heavy bag and finally just throwing it off the side of this bridge and just finally releasing the weight of these wounds and letting them heal through the acknowledgement of them. And I know there's probably some of you going, what the hell are you talking about right now? Like, this is all happening in your head. Nothing real is going on. But I'm telling you, there is something so profound about having these conversations in our head. And I don't know, I can't profess to know if there's science behind it, but there is something, and I've seen it again and again and again with clients. And Mark Wolin talks about this in his book, It Didn't Start With You, This is a similar thing he has his clients do, and it is so profound. And then I just imagined all of them sitting in front of me and really just talking to them and saying, gosh, we've all experienced these mother wounds in different ways, in different degrees, in different shades. And like, look at all of us. Our mothers were everything to us. And actually, there's also a lineage of fathers that either left or were neglectful or were downright physically abusive. And so when our fathers weren't there or couldn't be relied upon or were this scary, dangerous figure, our mothers were already everything to us. And now they became even more. We expected so much from them because they were all we had. But they, in their own trauma, they, in their own state of, you know, experiencing the the hurts from their husbands, the hurts from their lives, maybe weren't able to give us all that we needed. But it is time to put an end to the passing on of this trauma. It's time to let this go. It's time to break this pattern because I do not want to pass this on to the next generation that comes. And it was after this output that I finally did have the releasing pattern, which means the system, the technology detected in the tones of my voice, a significantly positive shift. So it's so interesting because whatever emotions are coming up, I always love to look at how those repressed emotions might manifest physically. I love just peeking at the Louise Hay list of physical ailments and repressed emotions and so I wanted to look up grief and how grief can often manifest and one of the ways on her list is cancer and just reading from her page cancer is related to deep hurts secrets or grief and long-standing resentment and I was just like oh my gosh that could not be more relevant and by the way What I learned through my own cancer scare is that's so often the case at the Cancer Center for Healing. This is something they talk about so much that there is. they really believe there's always an emotional component to cancer. There's something that has been repressed for years and years and years that needs to come out. Now, there may also be some physiological uh, stressors that need to be addressed as well, but they really do believe that the emotional component is... A non-negotiable component that needs to be addressed. So I thought that was just so profound and in my case rather true. Thankfully I was able to catch it really really early and start the deep healing work but that was now two years ago and I'm still on that journey. But something I like to say here I think sometimes especially when I can tell there's a client who's kind of asking like you know, well, how how long is this going to take? How quickly will I be healed? Or, you know, something along those lines of being able to tell them, look, even if it like, for example, for me, I'm two years into this emotional healing journey. Even if it takes two years, that means I have whatever, 60, 70 more years of life that are filled with peace and joy and fulfillment and alignment. And to me that is such, that is so worth it. And maybe maybe you're at a different age in life and maybe there's not potentially 60 or 70 years ahead of you, but still I would trade a year of healing for even one more year of peace. It is so incredibly freeing and you just start to feel so light and like anything is possible. So I think sometimes it can feel daunting when you go, wait a second, what? Like, you're telling me I need to do this for a few years? And by the way, it doesn't need to be like every single week for years and years and years. That wasn't the case for me either. I was dipping in and out of certain things. But again, when we look at it sometimes from that perspective of, Yeah, even if it does take maybe a little bit longer than I'd like initially, how many years of that peace, of that freedom, of that alignment am I gonna get because of this? So like I said, I love being able to see how is what I'm clearing in these sessions changing the way I'm living my life and manifesting and making things easier for me. And so for me in this instance in particular, like these things that I had been holding on to that I wanted to say to my mom for so many years that I was so afraid of, so afraid of addressing. Like literally within this one session, I was able to end the session, pick up the phone and call her immediately and have the conversation that I have been running from <laughs> for, you know, whatever, 15, 20 years. That is really profound. And that's not necessarily always what happens, but that is so profound. If you think about it, what is a conversation that you have been running from or afraid to have for so long? And imagine trading an hour in an hour of your life, being able to all of a sudden, this thing that you've been running from for years, be able to do. Boom, just like that. It's so profound and I'm always blown away at how quickly EVOX can change the way we see the world, the way we feel, what triggers us and our actual actions. I think so often what I hear from many, many clients is, you know, I've been going to talk therapy for years and years and years and I have nothing against talk therapy. I think there's absolutely a place for it and it is so impactful and can be life saving and life changing. Yet I'll hear from so many clients, I've been going for so many years and logically I know all these things I should be doing, but I still can't get myself to do them. And for me, that is such a clear sign that there is something still in the subconscious, there's a subconscious block that is still hindering you usually some deeper belief around fear or unworthiness that needs to be cleared up. I say it all the time, just because we know something logically and consciously does not mean we believe it subconsciously and does not mean it's going to happen, right? If if everything we knew logically we were able to accomplish, no one would be overweight. No one would um, be struggling to get out of relationships they know they shouldn't be in, it, And so (laughs) I think it's such a clear thing. Like we all can think of something that it's like, oh yeah, logically, consciously, I know I should be doing that, or I know I should stop doing this, or I know I should have this conversation, but I just can't get myself to do it. That is like such a clear sign that there is some limiting subconscious belief that needs to be addressed and cleared. And I have just found that EVOX is so profound at helping us identify those and then literally clear it through that biofeedback, through that interaction with the body of being able to clear them. And then as a result, change our daily habits and patterns so much quicker. And again, I just, it's like almost a high I get with every session I do with a client and with myself, seeing the epiphanies we're having and the ways it's changing how we show up in the world every single day, how we feel in ourselves, in our body every single day. So I may have gotten on a little bit of a high horse there, (laughs) a little bit of a rant there, Um, but I just am so, so passionate about this and it's so utterly fulfilling to be able to see these changes happen. The conversation I was able to have with my mom was so vulnerable and beautiful. And I think it was needed for both of us. There were, you know, it started with, hey, here's some things I've been holding on to. And of course, it led into so much more where I think both of us were able to share some things we've been holding on to. And then really talk about, you know, and say, I want this relationship with you. What do I need to do? And, you know, she was able to say the same thing. I want that with you too. What do you need from me? How can I help give that to you as well? And I think for both of us, there's a component of we both have healing work to do to be able to continue to chip away at these limiting beliefs we might have. As well as just, you know, she never had that mother-daughter relationship. I mean, there was really nothing So she has no model for what that even looks like, if it's even possible. And likewise, because she didn't have that model, she wasn't necessarily able to create that deep, deep relationship with us. And so I also don't necessarily have that model of what it could look like. So we're both kind of like, hey, we're not really sure how to connect the way that we'd like to, but we're willing to do whatever it takes to achieve that because... We both want it. We both deserve it. So it was so beautiful. And like I said, I'm just, I was blown away because going into this session, I had no concept, (laughs) no idea at all that this is where it was going to end up. The annoying thing with the subconscious mind is that it is in our subconscious and it's sometimes so hard to know what is lingering deep down what our bodies have been holding on to and again evox is so has just this incredible way of being able to like unlock whatever has been beat down whatever is being stored down there to really get us to the core of what is blocking us and what we've been holding on to so that we can then release it so thank you, everyone. Thank you again for tuning in. I, again, I'm just like loving, loving, loving this series. I hope some of you are too. As always, reach out. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how it's helping you. Let me know any questions you have. I really want this to help foster a community, help open up the channels of communication to hear hear your stories. And hey, wow, this part resonated with me and, yeah, here's a conversation I've been afraid to have. And so community is so important to me. And I do hope that not only do you hear something that resonates, that helps you maybe dig into your life a little bit deeper, but just also that we can, a beautiful community will come out of this of people who are on a healing journey and want to support each other and are, are able to create a safe space for each other where those conversations can happen. I literally feel like I'm glowing right now. This is how much I love this work that I do and sharing it with you guys through my own experiences. So thank you again if you made it here. And just until next week, everyone, have an amazing holiday weekend.